Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Congress, July 4th, 1776. The unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such forms as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. What an amazing document. That is going to be my theme for today. Not all about the Declaration of Independence, but more or less how it is under attack and they're trying to erase our founding documents. Alejandro Mayorkas, the DHS secretary, was delivering a speech for <laughs> race hustler Al Sharpton at the National Action Network convention this past Friday. And he said, and I quote, it's all about achieving equity, which is really the core founding principle of our country. We as a Department of Homeland Security are your Department of Homeland Security as much as anyone else. And we need to live that in the equity that we demonstrate. All right. <sighs> There is nowhere, and I mean nowhere, in the Bill of Rights that it says equity. It does say equality, but not equity, and those are very different. Um, they are trying to erase history. If you Between over the summer when we watched all the toppling of statues and how they keep renaming schools and they're changing... So many different parts of our history for what they say are 
uh, racial issues or whatever the situation may be. They're a race in history. It's very reminiscent of George Orwell's 1984. If you've never read the book, I'd advise you to read it. It's not a, uh, it's not a book that's going to have a pleasant ending. It's designed as a warning in the uh, last chapter or the footnotes of the book at the end there, it explains that it is designed as a warning. It ha- It is not supposed to be a fairy tale story that has a happy ending. It, it ends as it should end and as you would expect it to end. In, in the book, if you've never read it, the main character uh, works for Big Brother and what ha- what he does is they give him news articles or Uh, headlines to put out and as soon as he gets what he's supposed to write and and know what he's supposed to put out there's a little hole on the side of his desk at least that's what it you know visually I see as I read it that's like a vacuum well he puts the paper right afterwards in the vacuum and that's it you never see it again it's incinerated so it's any it's any race so that as they want to continually change the narrative, there is no documentation that that was ever said or done. So whenever he puts out what he puts out, you have nothing to refer and go back to. It's a lot easier to fool people that way. And these are the beginning stages of what they're trying to do between the toppling of statues, between uh, trying to depict every one of our forefathers as racists. Our forefathers, uh, something that some of you may know, some of you may not know, when they were signing the Declaration of Independence, most of these men were in their 20s, uh, early 20s. Your elder gentlemen in that room were probably in their 30s or late 30s. For, uh, at least to me, a lot of them are still kids, because I have a 20-year-old, and I would say if you're signing the declaration at 24, I know quite a few 24-year-olds that still are reckless because they just haven't really got to that level of maturity yet, but they were signing a document of that importance, and they understood why they were signing it and what they were doing. Now, you want they, in history, want you to believe that these are like these old white men that are all slave owners, and they're all bad people. When in fact is there are a lot of younger people, not every single person that signed the Declaration of Independence owned slaves. Actually, the majority of them didn't. And some of the ones that signed it later in life realized what they were doing was wrong and freed the slaves. But again, they don't want to tell you that part of our history because then it goes against everything they're trying to get you to believe in these times. Mayorkas is one of the worst offenders. Equity is nowhere in the declaration equality is and again there is a large difference equality just means we are all equal we all have the same rights we all have the same opportunity everything is a level playing field for us equity is much different equity is i'm going to take from you to make sure that they live just as good as a lifestyle as you even though the output is not the same as what you're outputting because it's equitable two completely different things All right, moving on from Mayorkas. Another reason why I chose to start with the Declaration of Independence is, hold on, let me switch my paper here, yes. Um, I got an interesting article from Justin News about the uh, long-term damage that's going to be caused by the school shutdowns uh, that were done during the pandemic. Why do I bring this up? Well, with 
COVID numbers spiking all over the country right now, and you're already starting to see certain states are implementing mask mandates, and and God knows what else is coming in the future for those particular states. But you know that them shutting schools back down is not out of the realm of possibilities. I'm sure that there are certain blue areas and blue states that are already considering shutting down schools once again. And I'm going to give you some statistics. These were done by a study from the University of Chicago. The study found that school closures at the end of the previous 2019 to 2020 school year are associated with 13.8 million years of life lost. A National Institute of Health analysis found that the life life expectancy for high school graduates is four to six years longer than those of high school dropouts. The author wrote, the Organization for Economics Cooperation and Development estimates that learning losses from the pandemic era school closures could cause a 3% decline in lifetime earnings. And that loss of just one-third of a year of learning has a long-term economic impact of $14 trillion. Obviously, it also is going to have an impact on the longevity of those children's lives. The author used unemployment data and gross domestic product to measure economic performance. For education... They used the Berbero cumulative, excuse me, in-person instruction percentage for the complete 2020 and 2021 school year with hybrid instruction weighted half. To measure mortality, the authors used two measures. COVID-19 associated deaths reported to the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention and all-cause excess mortality. The correlation between health and economy scores is essentially zero, which suggests, suggests that states that withdrew the most from economic activity did not significantly improve health by doing so. So there was essentially no added benefit to the blue states or even some red states that locked you down as hard as they did, destroyed their state economy, and kept children out of school. Everything from this pandemic has been negative up to this point, but yet we are up to the same old tricks, aren't we? Depending on where you live, I know here in the state of Florida, Ron DeSantis has already come uh, out with an announcement from a very strong position of there will be no lockdowns, there will be no restrictions, there will be no masks in Florida. Now, I know he says that. I can't say directly for the counties because counties definitely like to buck against what DeSantis does. And depending on what area you live in in Florida, if you're in a predominantly blue county, it wouldn't surprise me if they try to slip in some pesky mask mandates as the numbers continue to rise here as they have risen all over the country. Where am I going with this? Declaration of Independence. Okay, In the document... It is extremely clear that we, the people, are in charge of this country. And if we feel that a government does not have our best interests at heart and they are not holding our values uh, true, then we should remove them and impose a new government. Now, I'm not telling anybody to go overthrow the government. That's not where I'm going with this. But I am trying to remind people That the power of this country lies in its people. It does not reside with the government. If you want these things to stop, 
If you don't want any more mandates, if you don't want mask mandates, if you don't want uh, vaccine passports, forced to take vaccines, if you don't want to do, you don't want school closures, you don't want work closures, if you don't want any of these things, collectively, we all must stand together to stop it. Now, I know there are a lot of people in blue states that have been fooled into believing whatever the government and the news media outlets tell you. Um, but it would be nice for a change to see some people use some critical thinking. As you can see from Mayorkas's comment, they are slowly but surely trying to erase and alter our history. It's just that they try to do it very slickly and very, very not very noticeable. See, if you just change one word from equality to equity, that it, even though it sounds insignificant, it is a extremely large change. It's going to have a dramatic impact because of how different the two truly are. It was just like the toppling of statues and the getting rid of our history, the excuses that were used and the methods that were used. You had one political party that was advocating for people to go out and riot. And in, in their riots, they were tearing up our history. They'll use whatever tools are at their disposal, Mayorkas and his gang of misfits, the Democratic Party, to try to shape this country into what they want it to be. Again, let me remind you, the power lies with us. Our biggest weapon, uh, the tool that we have to use is voting. November is coming and it's coming quickly. Uh, You need to get out and vote. Don't feel like you got it in the bag. Don't just sit there and say, oh, no, it's going to be good. I don't got to go out and vote. Everybody's hating what's going on right now. We're definitely going to win. Absolutely not. You get out there and vote anyways. You know what? If you're going to win, let's win by the biggest number we can win by to try to bring this country back. The pendulum has swung too far in one direction. It needs to be corrected. The only way it gets corrected is by using the only true weapon at your disposal, which is your voting. So make sure that you get out in the vote to prove how well that that works. And it's not just voting in general, um, in a general election. It's also voting with your wallet. Companies that decide to go woke, you know, the, the, the new saying, go woke, go broke. You can vote with your wallet by using places that are in line with your beliefs to show you that. And I want to give you a little bit of light here to show you that I know we all think we're crazy and these woke, this woke agenda is winning. And obviously, if they're able to pass as much as they're doing and there's not all this uproar, we must be the minority right now. All of us that love this country and think it's a great country and we don't like what's happening to the country right now. You want to think that we're in the majority, but I mean the minority, excuse me, but I can assure you we are not. We are in the majority. The most recent example is Disney. Disney deciding to finally take their, uh, choose a political side. And we've been over this many times. A interesting poll came out that shows over 68% of general election voters say they are less likely to continue using Disney products after reports revealed the company's plans to increase sexual ideology in its content marketing for young children. According to the poll, they surveyed 1,079 likely general election voters between April 4th and April 8th with a margin of error of 2.99% plus or minus. 
And what they found is a majority of Republicans at 85.3% told the group that they were less likely to continue using Disney products. 48.2% of Democrats agreed and independence was 72.5%. I hope you heard those numbers correctly. Even half of the Democrats that you walk around with day to day, half of them do not agree with the sexualization of children, which should give you some hope. Obviously, it's no shock to you that 85% of Republicans uh, feel that way. And it should be no shock that anybody who is center-minded, as independents generally are, 72.5% of them as well. They also said that about 78% of Republicans and 72% of independents said they would drop Disney and support a family-friendly alternative. Nearly 59% of Democrats said they would also support a family-friendly alternative to Disney. These are very encouraging numbers because all you are hearing is that anybody who doesn't want to sexualize children, they're bad. That the law that Ron DeSantis passed is bad. That Disney is just so up in arms, they just can't stand it anymore. So what are they going to do to combat it? Not only are they going to fight the law, but we're just going to flood our Disney Plus service with all types of sexualized content for children. That is their... (laughs) big plot and scheme. Now that was the support part of it. Where you will find interesting is Disney has been getting more and more politically involved over the course of about the last year. What has Disney's stock done over the course of the last year? Now, I haven't looked at the numbers today. I can't imagine it fluctuated much. I may be a dollar or two off, but you'll get the general idea. Disney, in the past, has always been a pretty safe stock to invest in, just like General Electric. Uh, There are certain stocks, you're not going to get rich on them. Uh, If you own them, they're more of a safe stock. They grow a little bit, they lose a little bit, they grow a little bit. And and it's it's a safe place to keep your investment because they're established and they're pretty solid stocks. Disney was one of those stocks up until about last year. From a year ago, yesterday, Disney stock is down $60. And the trend started when they began making their first announcements how they were going to start to alter their programming. They first started in the movie industry that they were going to alter and say they were going to add, be more inclusive and add more to their Marvel series and other movies. And then you had... Some of the Disney programs, like Onward, had a openly uh, gay character in it that I think most parents, uh, regardless of whether you are supportive or unsupportive of that, you want a kid to watch a show that is simple and easy and fun, promotes a good message, and you don't need anything sexual in these shows at all because they're children. Well, once they started to do these things, their stock started to take a dive. It's been on a steady decline ever since. Day to day, it bounces up slightly. Maybe it's up 30 or 40 cents today. But then as the trend goes, it still continues to go down, down, down. I don't anticipate it making a rebound anytime soon. And I would assume it's going to continue to go down in light of their latest stance on uh, the sexualization of children. 
I saw a couple hashtags that I thought were funny. People, instead of dreamers, they're groomers. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen them. People come up with all kinds of good, good stuff there. Um, but this is an example of voting with your wallet. The less you use Disney, the less you watch their movies. If you pull back from their services, if you go to alternatives that are more fa- uh, family friendly and you stop using or watching Disney... Uh, It's going to hurt their bottom line. And there's nothing more uh, awakening to a shareholder than sitting there and watching your money go down. Knowing that you are losing money because of decisions that CEOs are making in a company and they will make the change. Because although I know and I am a uh, firm believer in the great reset and you can call me crazy and call me whatever you'd like to call me. And if you actually take some time and look into it, you'll see how not crazy I truly am. And it probably scare you to death, but as a firm believer in it and knowing who the financial backers are to Disney, as much as I would say the great reset is about control and it is ultimately money makes the world go round. And if you hurt these people's pocketbooks enough They will make those changes because what do they need to be around is your money. If you stop spending and they keep losing and losing and losing, then eventually they're going to come to the realization of if we don't change directions now, we're going to lose this company altogether. And then whatever little bit of influence you thought you had will be gone permanently. And that is the direction I believe Disney is headed in. So again, not toppling governments, but voting, voting with your actual votes during election times or voting with your wallet. That is your most powerful weapon that we need to utilize every single day to combat what is being done to us day to day. Because I don't know about you, but I'm not real thrilled to be living in the world that I'm living in right now. You know, all finances aside, I'm scared to send my kids to do anything. You just don't know anymore. Look at New York City. You have a radical who happens to be an African-American man, a black man, whatever you can, a person of color, whatever you want to call him, goes into the subway station and he ends up shooting up a whole bunch of people. Okay, a terrible, terrible situation. And if you're starting to see a lot of his social media videos coming out, and this guy is a radical, what do you want to bet? that you're hearing my voice right now and by the end of the week, as tragic as that whole entire situation was, they're going to stop talking about it because it doesn't fit the narrative. Now, are they going to use it to push gun control? Again, just like Joe Biden was just pushing gun control. You know, I'm a believer in nothing is really coincidental. (laughs) There was a shooting in California and a shooting in New York. There's gun control being pushed all over again. Eric uh, Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, is calling for nationally to do something about firearms. Uh, not, you know, New York has extremely strict gun laws. Obviously, this guy was able to get a gun no matter what. I know they're all trying to blame the southern states because our gun laws are so loose. It has nothing to do with that. Criminals are going to do what criminals want to do. And if criminals need to find a firearm, they're going to fire and find it one way or the other. And most criminals don't obtain, the, obtain them legally 
They get them illegally and use them because their intended purpose for them is not a legal purpose. They're not doing what a normal gun owner does. They're not buying a gun to keep into your house or keep at your house for protection or maybe you have a concealed and you carry it around with you like I do and you have it there in case of the literally worst case scenario. They're not doing that. They're not buying hunting rifles to either go out and uh, hunt for food or hunt for sport. They're buying illegal firearms to commit heinous acts like you just saw. So this has nothing to do with guns or ghost guns or rifles or how many rounds a magazine it can hold. It has nothing to do with that. This is just an agenda. They've been trying to get rid of guns and they've been trying to squeeze the Second Amendment since I, uh, probably before I was even born. Because they hate that law. Because that's the one right that is solid. There is no wiggle room there. And they hate it. They also know if you can disarm a society, you can overtake that society. No questions asked. Because they have no way to defend themselves. But going back to what I was saying about scared to send my kids out in society. These are the type of radicals. Uh, the, the guy that was shooting in New York, that's the type of radicals that this society is creating because the left is constantly feeding society this narrative that white people are inherently racist, that America's inherently racist, it's a bad place, and these people feel that there is no other outlet except violence. So I am scared for my kids to go out and do anything. I am nervous, which is why I actually own a gun. I am nervous. Yeah, I, I, this society we're living in right now, it's horrendous these times. The, you have to watch what your kids are watching, what people are telling them, what people are teaching them. You have to watch what crazies are on the street. Are they a normal crazy person or were they indoctrinated by the left's narrative and that has made them crazy? It's a messed up world we're living in. So voting is that important because we have to get out of this cycle. You know, we have to vote better. And by voting better means we have to take some time to do some homework. Find out who your local candidates are. Are they solid people? Do they have an America first uh, agenda? Do they love this country and have the best intentions in mind for this country? Are they willing to go up to Washington, to the swamp, where all those nasties are at? Are they willing to go up there, stand their ground, take the punches, and fight for this country? Because those are the people we need to start putting into office to change what's happening in this country today. And if we don't, really, shame on us. We have the tools. We have the power. All it takes is a little bit of time and a little bit of paying attention to what's going on, and we could make a world of difference, not just for you and me, but for future generations to come. Because once we start putting these people in and we are demanding more of the people that represent us, America can get back to being the great nation it once was. All right. I'm not going to go through the spiel today, but I will say, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me, especially on Apple, because it helps. The rest of it, believe me, I'm sure you've heard it a million times. <laughs> we will do it again tomorrow.